Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to uh, Mom Happy Hour. And if you're watching on or listening on the uh, Imperfect Mommy and Pop podcast, welcome. Um, I, if you guys are in my area, I'm sure you um, experienced a crazy, crazy storm last night. Like crazier than I've ever seen, crazier than I've ever experienced in my 40 years on this planet. There was hail. There was wind, there was rain, there was, oh, oh my gosh, uh, my son's trampoline, which was a 15 foot trampoline, 15 foot trampoline, I think, <laughs> um, was tossed around like a freaking rag doll. And uh, it's, I think it's ruined, um, which is very sad because um Xander has a YouTube channel called Trampoline Z and I was like he's trampoline Z without a trampoline that sucks um anyway but uh we'll either be able to fix it or we'll probably get a new one we'll see what happens um yeah so I am you know I'm I kind of in a really good mood um because uh I had a, uh, one of my customers bring me, um, payment for the, for her product and she left it on the front porch of my parents' house, which I asked her to do. And then I didn't tell my parents about it and I didn't, um, go pick it up for a week. And so when I did go pick it up, big surprise. It wasn't there. So um, I was checking with my customer. I was like, you, you, cause she took a picture of the envelope. She put the money in, but she didn't take a picture of like, of leaving it. So, you know, stuff happens. I'm thinking it's possible that um, you didn't, uh, that she didn't leave it. Um, you know, stranger things have happened, uh, not for her being um, dishonest or, or anything just cause life happens. Um, and she said, no, I dropped it off the day that I sent you that picture. And I was like, oh, cool. That's fun. Um, you know, $55 just down the drain. Um, and you know, $50 to $5 isn't something that's gonna, um, make or break me, but, um, it is $55 and I appreciate having $55. So, um, probably a month goes by or so and um this was two days ago now and my 
um, you know, I, my, my customer had reached out to me again and she said, um, you know, I, I'll return the product that I haven't opened. So you don't have to eat so much of the cost of the money being gone. I was like, absolutely not. It's everything's going to work out. That's what I kept telling her is everything's going to work out. So I went to my parents' house yesterday or day before yesterday. And my stepmom is telling me a story about, um, about needing tires. So in January, she was told she needs tires and she's like, I don't know. their tires are so expensive. I don't want to buy tires right now. Um, and she goes, well, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm just going to wing it. Hopefully it'll be, everything will be okay. Um, so then she says like month goes by and, uh, she, there's an advertisement for tires and she's like, man, God must really want me to get some tires. So she's calling around, you know, she calls this place that left the advertisement and, um, you know, she usually goes somewhere else. And so she ended up getting new tires. Um, but in that process, she threw the advertisement away and then she got it back out and then she threw it away and then she got it back out and then she opened it and there was $55 inside. <laughs> and she knew immediately that, that it was mine. Um, and, you know, but she told me and she was joking that, you know, well, I guess God really wanted me to get those tires uh, so much so that he's given me $55. Um, so I tell you the story because once upon a time, um, I was 100% dependent on that business for income. And, you know, that's not far from the truth now. Um, I, I, and losing $55 would have emotionally destroyed me. Maybe not 55. I do remember I had, you know, $500 stolen from me because I left my wallet in my car. Um, I want to say like 200 of it was in my wallet in cash. And the rest of it was on a debit card that I eventually got that 200 back. But every minute of the two months that I had to wait for that $200 to come back was so very challenging for me. I mean, every time I thought about the money, every single time I thought about it, I called the company and I said, hurry up and give me my money back. <laughs> and I was not nice about it. I did not feel good about it. Every moment of that was stressful and I waited the entire two months because that was the policy. It could take up to two months was what it said, but it took the whole two months to get that money back. And and the cash I never got back. I never thought about that cash again because I knew I was never going to get that cash back. Um and you know the the difference between then and now was how much I worried about it. Because this time I worried about it zero. Like I did not think about that money again, except when my customer texted me a couple of weeks later and asked if I wanted her to bring me the product back. I didn't think about the money at all. 
and it came back to me and and like when have you ever lost cash and it came back so anyway i just it's it's a cool story to me and i wanted to share and um i'm super excited too because i bought a a new coffee pot and um cuz we had the keurig and i had just tons of k cups and um i i don't like to get rid of things that that i could use um and so i got i used all of the k cups and i'm also somewhat frugal so i would take every k cup i would open it up and i would let it run through and then i would open it up again and i would let it run through a second time and i would do that in the same cup so that i didn't ever forget how many times i'd run a cup through um so i only have 3 cups that that would fit in and this is one of them which is one of my favorite cups um it has a lion on it cuz i'm a lion or i'm a lions um anyway the thing that i'm excited about with the coffee pot is it's a regular coffee pot that holds six six cups and that means that i can make a whole pot of coffee and my boyfriend can have some coffee and I can have some coffee and I can use any cup that I want. Super excited. I have way more cups than just the three that you always see me drinking out of. Way more mugs. So today I wanted to talk about identity because um, I was talking with Marnie Madras, I think is how she said her last name, uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, I talked to her a couple months ago, but the episode released a couple weeks ago. And we talked about how the moment you become pregnant, the moment you become a mom, you cease to exist as far as society is concerned. They don't ask you how you are anymore. When they do ask you how you're doing, they're asking about how are you feeling How's the pregnancy going? It's no longer about you. It's all about the baby. And then the baby's born and it's all about the baby. And for some of us, it's all about the baby for the next 18 years. And then when the baby moves out, hopefully soon after 18 years, if that's what you want, it's still all about the baby because then we miss the baby because the baby's not there anymore. The baby's an adult who's left the house and that's empty nest syndrome. And so I've been talking to a lot of moms about this, this lately because I wanted to know more about it because my, in my head, I didn't experience that. I didn't have this loss of identity and I didn't until I got divorced and then all of the things that I had identified myself inside of were gone because I was a wife I was a military wife I was a leader in the company that I was in. I was a free car driving leader in the company that I was in. And I was a mom. And I had these five things that I had identified 
myself inside of. And one by one, starting with the husband, military spouse, then the car, then the leader. And then I felt like a terrible mom. All of the things, and I used to say the things that I felt proud of, which was true. I was absolutely proud of all of those things. But it wasn't just the things that I was proud of. These were the things that I identified as. I was a mom. I was a wife. I was a leader in this company. One by one, those things were gone. And I didn't know who I was anymore. And that was a terrifying feeling and led to a deep depression. And so as I've been talking to moms about, I, about this concept that, that Marnie so brilliantly came up with, and she came up with a company that helps you stay focused on you as, as you're pregnant. Um, but I've talked to a lot of moms about losing their identity inside being a mom. And some of them have said, I didn't even know who I was before I became a mom. Some of them was because it was, they were just so young and some people just didn't, don't have a strong sense of self. They don't develop it. And that was where I thought that's the problem because in society, society doesn't value individual individualism. They don't want us really to know who we are and have a strong sense of self, because when you know who you are and have a strong sense of self, it's harder to control you. And I'm not saying that, you know, organized government is, is evil by any means, but there's how many millions of people in the United States, if we were all self-aware and uncontrollable, that would be a scary place to the government's idea. I think it would be a beautiful place anyway. Um, so I started thinking about my journey and you know, I had somewhat of an idea of who I was. It wasn't very strong. So it was really easy to just switch over into, ooh, now I'm a wife and ooh, now I'm a military wife and ooh, I'm a leader in this company and ooh, I'm a mom. Um, and I didn't ever know how to do, like as I was building myself back up from all of that tearing down, I wasn't paying attention to what I did to build myself up because it happened in a coaching context. It happened as I was becoming a coach and it, it came from learning what, what's important to me and really diving into that kind of thing um, and building my, my life around the things that are important to me. And, and I, I started out with like, well, what did I like doing when I was a teenager or when I was younger? And I always loved to write. And so I started writing more. Um, so I started Googling, what are some ways of finding your 
um, figuring out who you are, figuring out um, developing a stronger sense of self. And I wrote a blog about it. Um, and I, the article that I found was um, from Healthline. Um, and if you want the link to the the blog or link to that blog that I looked at, um, you can go to my blog, which is on alishalliance.com. Um, so answering these a couple of questions to start. And they gave a lot more, but this was just, I thought, this is where to start. Because when you have a lot more, then the more information you have about it, your brain gets confused and a confused mind does nothing. So I'm going to give you five questions of where to start. And you can write these down and answer them for yourself. Do you say yes to make others happy? What are your strengths? If you don't know the answer to this question, ask someone who loves you. Because there are people, ask multiple people who love you. There are people in your life who know you, the real you, and see you for who you are. And if you don't have a sense of yourself, you do not see yourself for who you are. And maybe you know your strengths, but it's still good to ask other people because it always feels good for to receive a compliment. What brings you happiness? I'm going to give you a hint. Do more of that. <laughs> Do more of the things that bring, make you happy because if you, even if it's only one thing, even if you can only think of one thing, if taking a bath makes you happy, go take a bath. Do it more you'll think of more things that that bring you happiness. And the more time that you're happy, the better you are and everybody around you is. Um, what are your values? And do you live according accordingly? Um, you can ask yourself what's important to me and keep asking and write, keep writing. Just keep writing. Set a timer for five minutes and keep asking yourself what's important to me what's important to me what's important to me um your values have an order also um it's an exercise that i hated the first multiple times that i did it it's one of my favorite exercises now cuz i am very clear on what's important to me and i live my life based on that those things um do my choices reflect my own interests or someone else's? So this is a great jumping off place. And if you're struggling with any of the answers, you don't like the answers, whatever it is, I encourage you to jump on a coaching call with me because this is the foundation of figuring out who you are and what's important to you. And we only have one life. We only have one go through on this planet that we remember, most of us. Some of us believe that we don't go through again. Some of us believe that we go through multiple times, but 
most people who believe that they still don't remember their past. So we have today, we have one life and we might as well do everything that we can to live the life that we want because we get to choose. So there will be a link in the podcast episode description to book a call and um, I will drop it in the comments of the Mom's Conquering Guilt Facebook group, which is open to anyone who wants to join. Um, so have a fabulous rest of your day. And um, until we meet again, keep healing. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Mommying. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S dot com. See you next time.